Hey, busy moms. This is the Busy Mom Podcast with Heidi St. John and right now Jay St. John too, because <laughs> I'm helping her out. So we just got back from Kansas City and we're super excited to um, tell you a little bit about it and hopefully encourage you a bit today. So Heidi. Hey, babe. Hey. You know, um, this is my sultry voice. Yeah, I like That's what they told me in Kansas City. I like your sultry voice. I know. Now everyone's getting to hear it because this is sort of the leftovers of, you know. So if you're listening to this and you and you heard me in Tulsa or you didn't hear me in Tulsa, I'm still feeling really bad about that. That was two weekends ago when I lost my voice completely and we ended up having to do some of the sessions with podcast notes and some of them with CDs. But Kansas City went pretty good. Well, Tulsa went really good too. I mean, it was hard for you especially not be, being able to talk very much. Yeah, you want to frustrate a speaker? Take her voice away. <laughs> but like we said, in the midst of it, God had a reason to do that. And I think he, because he was for sure there. It was fun to see God move at, yeah. at the Tulsa event. And all you ladies who were there, thank you for coming. And I hope that you were encouraged. It seemed like you were. And we were. And then this weekend in Kansas City um, as well, we were encouraged. And it was awesome to just hear the Lord speaking and um, meeting with all these women, encouraging each other. And heard lots of fun stories from from other women about how God's working in their lives and how they're feeling more committed to follow God and read his word and to be lights for him in this world. It was very cool. Yeah, it was exciting. And also, I mean, it's Mailbox Monday, and normally we answer questions from listeners. And so I was looking through um, the folder of questions, my e-folder, and one of the questions that I thought would be good for us to address today um, actually got a couple of weeks ago after the Las Vegas shooting. And of course, we just experienced another mass shooting, which is horrible, about 30 minutes actually from where my sister Melissa lives. So when I got that that uh, notification on my phone, and I saw it was 30 minutes southwest, I believe, of San Antonio, my first thought was, where's Melissa? Because I know she lives down there. And it's a, it's a terrifying thing. And this mom had written to me and asked if we would please talk about how to deal with fear in the culture because of, of what had happened in, in Las Vegas. And they had been touched by that. And now, of course, we have many, many more people um, now this weekend, again, touched by another tragedy. And I think it's a good idea. And, I, you know, we spent a lot of time this last weekend in Kansas City talking about fear and how the Bible says that fear is a spirit. But it seems to me that there there's a lot more going on uh, in the United States right now. And certainly it's happening around the world. But uh, as it pertains to you and me, then than meets the eye. And you and I have been talking about that. Right. Just what's going on in the culture and how do we as 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 um, believers, how do we address it? And we have to know, and we talked about suffering also in Kansas City, and we have to know that God is good. That's right. And I think we start there. Yeah. The enemy of our souls is trying to, to put fear that paralyzes us on us. Well, and I think it's all right. It's okay to be, a, it's okay to say, we're afraid. It's terrifying. So for, for us to, you know, pretend like we're not afraid or pretend like it doesn't frighten us or whatever, it, that's not the same thing as being ruled by a spirit of fear. The Bible also says that we're called to mourn with those who mourn. We weep with those who weep and we rejoice with those who rejoice. And obviously this is a time of, I mean, our nation is weeping. We're, we are sorrowing over the sin of yet another human being who's decided to, uh, to wreak this kind of, of destruction and this kind of, of tragedy onto other people. But it's encouraging to me, and, and we talked about this at length in Kansas City, mostly because of what uh, we've just been through with Bobby, that God works through all of it, that he will take 
everything that we experience and repurpose it and that God is a repurposer. He repurposes pain and we, and because of the brokenness of our world and we're seeing it more and more. We talked a lot about politics this weekend because, you know, it's me <laughs> and I figure let's talk about all of it. Let's talk about all of it because uh, we had we had Barack Obama in, in the White House. We elected him because we wanted hope and change and that didn't work out so good. And now we have uh, President Trump in there because we want to make America great again. And I don't care who you voted for for president. This country is not going to find the healing and the hope that it needs. It's not going to be great at all unless it comes to its knees and acknowledges its creator, that we have a creator. And like I said this weekend, having a creator changes everything. So for those of you who are listening and you're struggling with what's happening around you, first of all, I think it's important that you understand that um, we feel we feel the struggle too. I think um, it's, we've, we have to just acknowledge our nation is in trouble. We're in trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in trouble big, right? Every time we turn on the news, we're hearing about some other corrupt politician and we've got corrupt politics right here in our, in our hometown. And it's all over the, it's all over the world. And Christians are called to pray. And I think if, if anything, this is a reminder to you and to me that we need to be in prayer. And that's where the power is. I think we think that the power is somehow on social media. Like if we just get on social media, make enough noise or we change our, our, you know, our profile picture to a praying for, I guess, fill in the blank city, but we don't actually do it. We're not going to affect any change at all. And uh, it seems to me that we have an opportunity to yield our pain and our fear and our frustration and lay it down at the feet of of Jesus and just say, we're in trouble and then be still Mm -hmm. and start listening. Well, Kansas City was a lot of fun. It was really fun to see God moving there. It was fun to see all the women who were coming with many stories of how God is moving mm, in their lives. Yeah. And, you know, there was crying that happened. There's hard things happening in people's lives. There was laughing and rejoicing because there's um, really fun, awesome things happening in people's lives. But what, what was really cool is just everyone saying, you know, we want to follow the Lord. We want to let him lead us. We want him to let him use us. We want to do a better job of... of um, honoring God in our marriages and raising our kids to follow the Lord. And it just, and we had great times of worship and it just was a really, it was a great time. And we want to just encourage you guys. This was, this was the last event of the year for us. Um, I'm going to take, I obviously I'm going to take a much needed uh, voice break, <laughs> not be traveling on the weekends, but we've got more coming up. We've just booked New Jersey, which we're super excited about. We'll be in New Jersey in the beginning of the year. And uh, we've booked, in Florida. I believe we're going to Lakeland, Florida. Mm -hmm. And so the MomStrong Conference is really more than a women's conference. It is a movement of women coming back to the centrality and the authority of the Word of God, who are saying, we believe that God has the answers, that the answers that we need for what we're facing in this nation right now are not going to come from human beings. The answers that we need are found in the Bible. And one of the central points and the whole reason why we take the MomStrong Conference to different places around the country is to encourage women back to the Word of God. And it was encouraging for me, and I know it was for you too, when I said, how many of you guys brought your Bibles on the first night? Yeah, that was great. And like 80% of them yeah. brought their Bibles. I almost fainted. The lady in front like, of me Yay. said, oh, I forgot mine, but I got it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that'll work. Yeah. Well, it was just, it's thrilling because like I've said, you know, a hundred times and I'm going to keep saying it. Um, God is not silent on the issues that we're facing. He's not silent on political issues. He's not. He's not silent on the issue on the sanctity of human life. You know, I, t- I kind of, uh, I took it in the shorts the other day a little bit on Facebook because a, a well-known pastor, 
um, was on the view and he had an opportunity. They asked him straight up. They said, you know, what do you believe? Do you believe abortion is a sin? And I was literally holding my breath going, come on, like you can do this. Speak the truth. You can speak the truth in love. And he sort of hedged a little bit. And then he said, well, you know, I'd have to have a conversation with this woman. And I, it upset me. It made me angry. I thought you have, you have a, a platform and an opportunity. There are women who are listening to you who are hurting right now. Many of them who might be considering abortion. And you just said, we'd have to talk about it. But there's a life of, of a child hanging in the balance and it made me angry. And so I used the verse, you know, you brood of vipers. Like that's all I'm at. I was pretty, I, it, it chapped my hide because we're talking about human life. We're talking yeah. about, you know, babies who cannot defend themselves. And therefore it is up to us to be the voice of the voiceless in the situation. And so, of course, the pushback that I got was, well, you know, he's on the view and, and we, we want to be really careful because we can't judge the non-believer. And I thought, no, but we can sure weep for what God weeps for. What would have happened if that guy would have just started crying over the taking of innocent human unborn life? And just, you don't, we don't have to be judgmental jerks to speak the truth. And somehow it's, uh, it's gotten lost in the culture where we think if we say the truth that people somehow won't be able to receive it no matter how we say it. But that's not true because that's not what Jesus did. Jesus spoke the truth, and we did a lot of truth-telling in Kansas City this weekend, and I think people are hungry for it. And it's, and so my encouragement to you, everyone who's listening, and I know it's not just uh, women, we know that there's a bunch of guys listening to this too, is to say, listen, wherever you are, in whatever circumstance you are in, don't be afraid to give an answer for the hope that lies within you. You know, the Bible says that if we speak the truth, but we don't speak it with love, we we sound like a gong. And a lot of you are too young to remember the gong show, but I remember. Jay, do you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, this funny, like, they, they used the uh, that lamb st- staff, too, to, like, yank people off the stage. It was that kind of a show. And I think we should go back to that. You know, <laughs> Christians who talk, who speak the truth, that don't have love. I wish there was a way to, like, take the staff and yank them off the stage, you know, and just say, hey, if you can't speak the truth of love, how about just don't speak at all? Because it's not helping anybody, but it equally is, it's as equally as destructive and unhelpful when we just refuse to speak the truth and we just speak tones of grace that have no truth to it, that's not helpful either. That's right. And so uh, we want to just encourage you that if you know the Lord, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, if we claim the name of Jesus, if we, if we have accepted his love and forgiveness and his sacrifice, then we are doing no justice to the sacrifice of his blood. If we're unwilling to give an answer for the hope that lies within us, or if we step back in fear, or if what breaks God's heart doesn't break ours to the point where we're, we're just silent about things that God cares about. And so obviously, I mean, we're, we're dealing with a myriad of issues in our, in the culture right now, not the least of which is um, violence, which has seems now to be visited upon the United States in ever increasing uh, frequency. We've got issues with gender identity in this country, which we talked about the MomStrong Conference. We've got issues in our marriages. We've got issues in our churches. Churches are moving away from the centrality of uh, the authority and the inerrancy of the Word of God, which was a central theme of becoming MomStrong. It's why I wrote the whole chapter called Unshakable, talking about why we, why as believers, our, our, um, the feet uh, or the ground that we stand on, which is the Word of God, doesn't shift. So the culture is shifting around us, but that ground doesn't shift and what it looks like to get back in the word. So we just wanted to step on here today with my little gravelly, sultry voice. I'm hoping by Wednesday it's better than this. Uh, But just to encourage you, 
um, if you're struggling and you're frustrated and you're and you're doing what pretty much everyone else is doing and you're reading the rapid fire changes in the culture and you're seeing the headlines, can we just encourage you to get alone with the Lord? Get alone with your spouse and talk to the Lord. Sit down with your children and pray and let them know, listen, we we have the ability to enter into the presence of the creator God, mm-hmm. of the Lord of the universe, who said that he he captures our tears in a bottle, that he cares about everything that's happening to us right now, and that nothing that's happening around us is taking God by surprise. But I think we we need to come before him and we need to to ask him. We're begging him really saying, Lord, yeah. we need you. We're in a desperate place in this country. There's horrible things happening out there in the world and let those rather than let those things drive you down and beat you down into the ground, let those things drive you back to the source of truth and, mm. and what's right for to bring you stability and also um, truth that you can bring to the world who de- desperately needs it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we also want to encourage you if you are if you haven't uh, figured out a way yet to get consistently into the Word of God. I do a scripture writing challenge. We have a brand new one that's just started. You know, of course, it is uh, November. I can't even believe it. Where yeah. where did October even go? No idea. It's horrifying how quickly uh, October has gone. But uh, I have a brand new scripture writing challenge. We're talking about gratefulness, of course, because it's the month of November. But I just want to encourage you, you can download it. It's free, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. Uh, there are copywork pages to go along with it. You can do it with your children. There is power, men and women, in the Word of God. There's power in the Word of God. There's power in prayer. And I just want to encourage you uh, to take the time to do the Scripture Writing Challenge. If you haven't read Becoming Mom Strong yet or gotten the Bible study, we're on our third printing. It's Crazy. Really exciting. Yeah, the third printing of, of uh, the Becoming Mom Strong Bible. So, so we're really excited about that. And before we leave today... Um, we're going to just close this session out, uh, this particular podcast out in a word of prayer. But I just want to encourage you, um, we, I'm going to be January 5th and 6th, I'm going to be in Sparta, New Jersey for the MomStrong Conference. Really want to encourage you to show up for that. We are really excited. The MomStrong movement is headed your way, everybody. We are going to be in six uh, six places in 2018. And we're going to be um, digging into the word of God, worshiping the creator, encouraging each other as we shape the next generation of parents and teachers. And really that's what this is all about. So ticket prices are going to increase in just a a couple of weeks. So if you're interested in any of those events, particularly the one uh, in Sparta, New Jersey, and also Lakeland, Florida, um, head on over to HeidiStJohn.com and uh, get your tickets to Becoming Momstrong. We'd love to see you. That'll be great. All right, Jay, we mind clone us out in a word of prayer. Yeah. God, thank you so much for loving us and blessing us. Thank you, Lord, for your truth that is never changing and that we can find it in your word and learn about you and learn how we are to live. Help us, God, to listen to you and to remember. And also, God, help us to to um, be bold. And when you bring op- opportunities to tell others, may we have the boldness to tell others the truth with the love that you have for us. So, God, encourage us, build us up, and let us be lights for you. And thank you for loving us like you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. We appreciate your prayers for our families. We sort of wind down the speaking season. I particularly appreciate your prayers. Uh, that God would bring a healing grace to my voice as it definitely needs it. And we will continue to pray for you as we pray for our nation. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.